With another episode of the Carolina Snowflakes podcast, we are your hosts. I'm Jason, and I'm Amanda. And this week is a new week. Uh, we're starting a new week in the Carolina Snowflakes universe, and we have to uh, go back to Jordan Peterson. I promise that's what we're going to do after our after our sad episode last week. And I really do want to move on to Jordan. I've I've done a lot of watching of his videos, and I have some things to say. Oh, and some clips. <laughs> so we've got some clips. And some things to say. If you remember where we left off, just to kind of refresh everybody with Jordan, we left off, he was a college professor, he was teaching, he was doing his thing, he was a cult-followed professor at the University of Harvard and, and, and at Toronto, University of Toronto. He he was, you know, giving his lectures on his uh, scholarly writings on maps of meaning and what mythology means and all that stuff. And, I mean, it could be interesting. Um, he's, he definitely knows what he's talking about. He talks a lot about, there's a lot at this time period where he's talking a lot about story structure and how to write a story. Um, you know, how, how the arc, the narrative arc that, uh, mythology takes. And that's all really interesting. And I think valuable. And I, I think he's actually contributing something to society by examining that. So he's, he might have some bad ideas, but what he's doing is overall a pretty good thing, I think. So that's, that's where we, that's kind of where we were. Um, he, like I said, I'd had some criticisms of him, but he was basically just a college professor. Um, and this, and then we, we, we left, uh, we made it all the way up to the year 2013 and, uh, that's when Jordan made his YouTube channel. And that's when I said, that's where we're going to stop it. And next week we'll come back. And then we had our special sad episode and now we're back. <laughs> mm. So we're going to start this year in 2013. If you want to know what was going on with Jordan before that, got to listen to our other two episodes on Jordan Peterson and that will kind of lay out you know, how we got to here, where we got to him in 2013. But that's where we're starting this week. So it's the year 2013. <laughs> Jordan Peterson has discovered YouTube. <laughs> so um, it, this is when Jordan started his YouTube channel and when the story picks up steam after him being a college professor and author. If you scroll down for ages, and when I say ages, I mean ages. He makes a lot of videos. Uh, scroll down for ages on his YouTube channel, you will eventually find the first things he put online was that lecture we listened to last time. There were tons and tons of lectures, ranging from topics like existentialism and Carl Jung to neuroscience to the Bible. So he's kind of, boom, shotgun all over the place. Like, he's not, he's not focused on just psychology. He's focused on everything that I think he finds interesting, which is cool. It's a lot like the podcast. I get it. Sometimes you just want to talk about the Bible. I, I, I can kind of understand where he's coming from. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's okay. Most of these videos, he talks about these subjects in front of crowds of people, like a, like a lecture. Sometimes it's a TED Talk. You know what I mean? So they're not so bad, but a lot of times he's just like a college professor doing guest appearances in different places. Most of it is pretty boring if you are interested in the topics and completely unwatchable if you aren't interested in the topics. <laughs> But uh, that being said, he does have quite a lot of views on these kind of videos, ranging anywhere from 250K up to the multiple millions, three and a half, four million. That's, that's pretty That's pretty impressive. good. It is. It is. And I mean, I watched the one he did when he talked about Young and I uh, watched one where he talked about existentialism and they're not bad. They're, I mean, because I'm interested in those topics, they're pretty interesting, but he's not any by any stretch the best I've heard on those topics. I think... 
for some topics, he is better than others. When it comes to psychology, especially like individual psychology, is when I think his strong suit is, is when he shines. And when he's relating towards mythology. When he starts talking about neuroscience and the Bible, it gets pretty lame, and it's kind of hard to listen to. And I don't particularly like those videos of his, Mm -hmm. as you can imagine. So we're not going to go over any of that stuff, because it's all, you know, it is what it is. So that, like, pattern goes on from 2013 all the way up until you reach September of 2016. Something happens. So you get over three years of him posting just lectures that are okay. And they're getting pretty decent size amount of views. So these were all videos you said at, by that point. They were just recordings of him giving lectures. They weren't like him sitting down and making a YouTube video. No, none of them were. They're all they're all in front of an audience, okay. and they're all him doing a lecture, a, okay. a formal lecture. And like I said, a couple of them are like TED talks, and then there's like a couple, actual TED talks. Yeah. Um. Yes. Oh wow. Where he was at like a different university doing a TED talk there, and then um. Some of them are him guest appearing at other universities right, yeah. doing lectures as a famous professor. Yes. So it'll be like, oh, here's him at the University of Houston. And I know he didn't teach there, so obviously he had to have been a guest speaker. That's pretty common. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that's – they're all that, though. None of them are him sitting down to make a YouTube video until we get to t- September 2016. Ah, this okay. is when it was September 27th, 2016. Jordan uploaded a video with a strange title and a completely different thumbnail. This video is called Part One Fear and the Law. And the thumbnail looks like a PowerPoint presentation done in haste. Just a black <laughs> aerial font on a white background that just says the title. Okay. Mm hmm. The next two video- videos after it look exactly the same and are named Part Two Compulsory Political Education a real-world case study at the U of Toronto, and part three, the PC game, and then in parentheses, and some counter-tactics. Now, what do you think these videos are about? You want to hear the titles again? Yeah, please. Uh, Okay. Fear and the Law, Compulsory Political Education, a real-world case study at the U of Toronto, the PC game, and some counter-tactics. It... It seems like something happened and he got triggered uh-huh. and perhaps upset. Ah, you nailed it. That is, that's, that's exactly what happened. Look at me. Yeah. Psychology. Yeah, you nailed it. <laughs> Jordan would be proud. Jordan would be proud. So I think this is where we need to start with Jordan's content on his channel because it's a clear tonal shift from what he was putting out before. The clips we listened to last week are a perfect example of the kind of videos that Jordan was making, and although I may have had disagreements, they were mostly harmless. If anything, these videos were genuine intellectual examinations of complex issues, so I don't think there's too much to criticize there. But these new videos are different. From the first words out of Jordan's mouth to what's on the screen in these videos, there's a distinct change. At this point, I feel justified in really going through to see what is happening, and so that's where we're going to start our clips. I didn't feel like criticizing stuff before then because there wasn't too much to say. Okay. So I figured I've got about nine clips this week, so it's going to be quite a few of of starting with these videos in Jordan's channel. So I I thought maybe we just set the tone. Let's just start off hearing how Jordan starts it off. So our first clip is just this is is how Jordan starts off his weirdly thumbnailed weird video where clearly he's pissed about something, like you said, but we don't know what yet. Is this the one of Fear and the Law? Yes, this is part one, Fear and the Law, which has a very, I mean, I kind of like that name in a way. I mean, it sounds like a book title. Like, I could imagine, like, you know, Fear and Loathing. It has that kind of thing to it or, like, A Tale of Two Cities. I don't know. It has a simplistic title that I kind of like. 
And if he goes the direction, I would think, you know, like fear of militarization of police and things like that and, you know, right-wing extremism taking over and fascism, I would like a speech that was titled Fear in the Law. So maybe that's where he's going to go with it. We'll, we'll see. So I've been informed about a couple of things this week that have really been bothering me. And I thought that I wasn't sure what to do about it. I've been communicating with some of my friends and colleagues about it, but that wasn't enough. So I thought I'd try to write my thoughts down and then talk about them a little bit and see where I got with that. So I've entitled this talk Professor Against Political Correctness. And the reason for that is because it's blunt and to the point. Um, I'm very concerned about what's happening in the universities. It's not so bad in Canada. I, I've been fortunate, very fortunate at the University of Toronto, but there are continually things happening, including in the administration here and in the broader political world that make me very nervous. Huh. Okay. Mm. Professor Against Political Correctness. That's a... That's not the title I expected. Can I just say that he sounds exceptionally like Kermit the Frog? In he that does. Clip. He sounds very Kermity in this. Like clip. right out the gate. Yeah, he's gonna. That you're gonna have to just get over that. He just <laughs> sounds like Kermit. That's just never gonna go. But I noticed a few things in this video that at this point I feel like I need to point out. The first is that Jordan is just talking to the video like it's an audience, but there is no audience. So he's doing this completely differently. It's just the words on the screen and him talking to you as if he's giving you a lecture. Huh. I actually like this format because it feels like he's talking directly to you. I think it's a deliberate tactic and it works pretty well. Watching it, you feel like you're in class and he's about to blow your mind, mm. um, which is pretty good. Um, the next thing I noticed is that he said he wanted the title to be blunt. That's why he called it Professor Against Political Correctness. Yeah. Um, this may be nitpicking, but it seems to me that political correctness is quite an abstract and broad concept. It works against the idea of being blunt completely. I think the title is actually something more like incendiary and reactionary, but I doubt Jordan would ever admit that. <laughs> or just triggers. Yeah, yeah. I think reactionary is a better description for that word Yeah. than... Uh, than blunt but oh that's the word he decided to go with but like i said that's a little nitpicky but jordan likes to nitpick so there we go you and used that word i didn't see the video i just heard the audio mm -hmm. but just from that i could tell he was um worked up oh he's he's worked up for in his way oh yeah he's, worked he's up. not yelly or like irate he stutters a lot though throwing things around but he's like you could tell in the tone of his yes delivery that he's quite nervous something has has him bothered yeah and we're gonna we're gonna get into what that is and you'll see pretty soon i'm um, excited i'm pretty sure also that like by 2016 the idea of being anti-political cor politically correct was pretty old uh to be sure i looked it up and the show politically incorrect with bill maher started in 1993 so Jordan's at least 23 years late to the anti-politically correct party. <laughs> just thought I would point that out. Because, I mean... Burn. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had to look it up. I was curious. So he, he said he was nervous. He said he was nervous. Yeah. Do you want to know what he was nervous about? Maybe this next clip will... will yes, will, will I want to know. Maybe this next clip we can find out what Jordan's nervous about. But there are continually things happening, including in the administration here and in the broader political world, that make me very nervous. Um, I like to attribute that to the fact that I know something about the way that totalitarian and authoritarian political states develop, and I can't help but think that 
I'm seeing a fair bit of that right now. Huh. Okay, well, you know, it was 2016, and if he was nervous about totalitarian and authoritarian governments in late 2016, I don't think he was alone. I think we were all nervous well, we about were, that at that we, time. Yeah, we were all a little, little concerned. That was right before the election. I yeah. think we were all pretty fucking nervous about that exact same thing. So maybe he's going to talk about Trump and the threat of right-wing extremists. That's what I assume. Spoiler alert, he's not going to talk about that. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, um... Maybe maybe this next clip will explain it a little bit more. Like he hasn't quite got there yet, but maybe maybe next clip he'll explain what he's nervous about exactly. I guess I also wanted to do this because there's a misapprehension that everyone in academia is politically correct, and that's is true very frequently among social scientists, about twenty percent of whom identify themselves as Marxists which in my estimation, by the way, is no better than identifying as Nazis, given the murderousness of the Marxist doctrine and the fact that we know how it's turned out when implemented in multiple countries now. Um, but I'm not politically correct. And uh, I want to talk to you today about why all this worries me. Uh, Ow. Woof. Fucking Ouch. Marxists are everywhere? I feel attacked. Yeah, that uh, I can't stress enough how vague that is, too. Like, so Marxists are everywhere. He's nervous about people calling themselves Marxists. He said, if I understood, he said that you're you're no better than a Marxist, which is basically a Nazi. Yeah. Yeah, that is what he said. He said Marxism and, and, not, and being a Nazi. And he same. slammed social sciences. Yeah, he totally did, which he's a member of. Which he is a member of and which I have degrees in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it hurts. Yeah, no, that was a direct attack at you, Amanda. I, it hurts. Yeah, and <laughs> it's so bizarre to me that, that this was late 2016, September, before the election. You have to understand, we were about to get... The orange tyrant as president. dump. And his worry is that there are fucking Marxists everywhere? Yeah, I guess so. And I don't know about you, I've never in my entire life met a person who identified as a Marxist. He basically said if your social science equals political correctness equals Marxist equals Nazi. Yeah. How do you... That's a... Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, I know. I, that's a weird route that he went there. Yeah. It, it, it's definitely not what I expected at the beginning of the video, but this is this is what Jordan do. He do what Jordan do. So, yeah, I... I, I don't know. I'm kind of lost because it's still kind of vague. So this next clip actually gets to the point. I've just been kind of teasing up until now because Jordan takes a while to get to the point. That was my sort of burn there on him because... He will blather on and on and on for long periods of time before ever saying what the fuck he's actually trying to say. It's pretty annoying. So this next <laughs> clip, we're going to actually get to the point, and I'm going to have to stop after this next clip and explain a few things. Okay. So this next clip, go ahead and listen to it. He's going to get more specific, and then I'll explain what the hell's going on afterwards. So I got wind of two events this week. Um, one actually dates from last May. Um, there was a legislation passed or the first reading of legislation in the federal house at, at, in Canada uh, about a bill called C-16, which was an, is an attempt to alter the Canadian Bill of Human Rights. Um, it's tangled up with another organization that operates at a provincial level in Canada, in Ontario, which is the province I reside in, called the Ontario Human Rights Commission. And... Uh, 
as far as I can tell, what happens at the Ontario Human Rights Commission is rapidly turned into policy in multiple provinces across Canada and perhaps increasingly at the federal level. There's a Liberal government in power, that's the name of the political party in Ontario, and now there's a Liberal government federally, and um, there's obviously a fair bit of cross-influence, for better or for worse. Also this week I got wind of a University of Toronto human resources initiative that also uh, upset me, I guess we could say, uh, quite profoundly. And so I thought I'd talk about all of those and try to see if I could make some sense out of them. Huh. So what do you think is going on here? So I don't know for sure, but it sounds to me like he maybe got some sort of either a slap on the wrist and or told by the the powers that be at his university that something he was doing or saying or participating in in his classes etc or maybe even his writings was not acceptable and he needed to change because they're the PC police uh-huh. and it sounds to me like he's also trying to conflate or is conflating the government with this movement that's happening at his university interesting that's a that's very, my guess that's a very interesting guess you you know We'll we'll see. Okay. But um, these two events are the focus of his concern in this video. Mm-hmm. Um, the first is a bill called C sixteen. This bill was passed in twenty seventeen, so it wasn't passed yet at the time, but it was going through when Jordan is talking about it. And even though Jordan didn't like it, the Canadian government totally did. C sixteen was a bill to amend the Canadian Human Rights Act and the Criminal Code. The changes were to make gender expression and gender identity protected under the Canadian Civil Rights Act. There were also changes to the criminal code dealing with hate propaganda, incitement to genocide, and aggravating factors in sentencing. I'm going to go ahead and tell you that uh, Jordan doesn't give a shit about the parts dealing with genocide or aggravating factors in sentencing. He's pissed about gender pronouns. Right. Okay, I see now. So mm-hmm. I think I'm close. Yes, you are. It's not that he got in trouble. It no. was more of a heads up. Yep. We're going to have rules or policies in place now uh-huh. about gender pronouns gender and jordan is mad and he's like no i don't like the idea of gender pronouns <laughs> yeah that's what's happening um so this is what made, made jordan go from just like a professor talking about scholarly po- concepts to a famous personality online fighting the culture war i see that's the turn this is the turn jordan took and I've been waiting for us to get here because you. This is this is why Jordan. This is why you know who Jordan Peterson is, and why you other people out there know who he is. It's not because he was so wicked smart doing his college professor tours. It's because he decided to fight this culture war fight. Yeah, that's what happened. Well, it's because he decided to sit down, press record on his uh-huh. camera. And use smart big words. Yep. <laughs> to argue against. Yep change Uh uh-huh and so now he gets a ton of attention for over over this and this signals his direct path to joe rogan and people much 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 worse than joe rogan but this is the start this is you can track this directly to him going on joe rogan and so i thought this is the best place for us to start our our examination of jordan because this is when he fucking loses his mind Mm. so 
I, I, I don't know. I'm kind of excited that we finally made it here. This is the turn. This is Jordan. And in wrestling, it would be like, this is when he turned heel. This is when he, he revealed that he is the bad guy. He was the bad guy all along. Yeah, yeah. He was a face up until now, but he just turned, and now we know. Yeah. So um, the second thing he's mad about is that the University of Toronto was handling things with this proposed law in a way that he doesn't like. But we're going to get to that when Jordan does. It's a ways away. He's still got to talk about the law. And I'm going to interject here. He's probably super triggered because in addition to that, the department that he works for or works in is probably championing these changes. And he's triggered by that as well. Some of them, not all of them, according to Jordan. Um, I, I don't believe him. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, you, <laughs> I don't believe Yeah, him. if you believe him, some of the professors are happy about it and some are not. And he's friends with the ones that are not. Hmm. So that that's, yeah. But what Jordan's going to try to do in this next clip is explain like why he's nervous about the law. So he's going to talk about the second thing, the, the, the University of Toronto later. Uh, he's broken these, like I said, these videos are broken into three parts. So he's going to handle the law first. Okay. So... That's the, the, the first thing. So we're going to listen to him explaining, okay, so this is a gender law to protect transgendered people. Why are you nervous about it? So well, maybe, maybe he'll be able to explain here in this clip. The law, the changes to the law scare me because they, they put into the legal substructure of the culture certain assumptions about basic human nature that not only do I believe to be untrue, I think they're also dangerous and ideologically motivated. I also don't think that the reason for the legal changes is the stated reason. Okay, so this is pretty important to remember. The reason I put this clip in there is he's arguing that his problem with the law is that the reason stated for the law isn't the actual reason, and that the actual reason is some weird ideological concept that he personally disagrees with and thinks is harmful. This sounds like conspiracy theory to yeah, me. Yeah, it does. It does. It sounds like that's not a good reason to be against the law because you're like, I think they're I lying. I know better. Mm -hmm. I'm the expert. Yeah. Um, he will ramble around this idea for a long time. Uh -huh. uh, he's trying to make it clear that he believes the idea of protecting gender expression leads down a path of socialist, Marxist, communist hellscape where Soylent Green is all there is to eat. That's essentially what he's going to do. Um, so he's going to ramble about that for a while. And I did not have the heart to cut all that shit out because it's pretty annoying. So he's just basically saying that he thinks this is going to usher in some sort of communist hellscape. Uh-huh. Which is a regular-ass right-wing talking point. He might as well be Tucker fucking Carlson at this point. All of them love the whole, like... I know. This is the end. This is... I know. It's pathetic. The... the Good old days are ending, and it's it's really. If you look at it from now <laughs> that we're in 2023, and looked at this is what he was freaking out in 2016 about, like it's pathetic. Because they're still freaking out about it. Yeah, I know, and it's it, it's still <laughs> pathetic. Yeah. It's sad. Yeah. So now, now, Amanda, I cut this next clip out just for you. This oh. is this is just for you. Oh, thank you. How do you how, how do you feel about human resources? Uh, well, <laughs> listen, <laughs> like, um, I understand the value of HR, mm -hmm. but I also understand why people have problems with HR, uh -huh. especially in larger corporations and yeah. companies. Um, but I, I like HR. Okay. <laughs> That's pretty funny. I got a degree in it. Yeah, you got... Well, 
Let's get a let's get a little taste and see what Jordan what oh, Jordan thinks he of HR. Hates HR. I know Is that it. your guess? I know it. Okay. Well, let's see. Let's see. There's increasing administrative buy-in. A lot of this seems to me to be driven by human resources departments, um, which I think are generally the most pathological elements of large organizations. And I say that because of I've actually had fairly extensive experience dealing with human resources departments. Um, I think. HR training is very politically correct, like many disciplines. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> you just wanted to trigger me. Yeah, no, I put that in there just for you. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah, so uh, he does not like human resources department. I can tell. He thinks they're pathological. Wow. Oh, yeah, so, and they're too politically correct. Yeah. Again, I can't stress enough how late did this fucking party he is. That show, Politically Incorrect, started in 1993. Yeah. I, I, I. What are you doing, Jordan? What? It's like, you know what it's like? It's like he was, I'm teaching at college, doing my thing, being a professor. Hey, who's this guy on the radio? Rush Limbaugh. I've never heard of him. What does he have to say? <laughs> that's that's what it seems like happened. It seems like he was minding his own fucking business and he discovered Rush Limbaugh. On a Saturday yeah. and by Sunday, he was uploading this video. And he was just like, oh my God, I have got to tell people about this. HR. Ugh. It's the devil. He's, he basically said that HR was the reason that the law was changing. Basically. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. So so that happened. And it, it, it really does feel like he listened to somebody. Like, he heard Rush and it blew his fucking mind or something. I don't know. I don't know what happened. But so after that, Jordan uh, rambles about how he's talked to other college professors and they're totally oppressed by political correctness. It's all stupid and just random claims about how his edgy professor friends are being scared for being harassed online for being too edgy. He goes on like this for quite a while and it's pretty boring. But then Jordan raises the stakes by saying that what he's actually afraid of is that what he's teaching might be illegal under this new dun-dun-dun Bill C-16. So that's that's where I think the stakes get raised because it's one thing for him to whine about political correctness and my friends feel like they're going to get harassed online. That feels like it has no fucking weight to it and yeah. really feels lame. So I think what he's real the reason he's really making this is he's trying to claim that this bill is going to make what he teaches illegal, which I don't... What the fuck is he teaching? If I had to guess... Putting my little HR hat on. Uh -huh. <laughs> Sorry, Jordan. He probably got a letter or a memo from the HR department mm -hmm. in regards to that bill. Yeah. Um, probably as like a heads up. Uh -huh. Because it is it is HR's responsibility to stay abreast of law and yeah. legal changes, especially when it comes to things like that. Mm -hmm. um, and to send out memos and notices of like, hey... This is a thing going forward. The university is going to be, mm -hmm. you know, following this policy heads up, okay. you know, and maybe he got a letter and was written yeah. and interpreted it as what I'm teaching is illegal. Oh, my God. They're going to arrest me for teaching this. Yeah, I, I think that's the claim. And I think that's the claim that he has to substantiate, because if he's going to spend all this time talking about this fucking bill, he's really got to substantiate the claim that, like, I could get in trouble for this. Otherwise, it just feels like whining. Right. Yeah, and maybe he does believe that he could somehow be, like, arrested, and now he's the victim of, like, the system <laughs> uh -huh. of HR policymakers. Yeah. 
And how dare? Well, he's a professor, so maybe he's really going to get into Bill C-16 and tell us like what it's about and why he'll get arrested for it. So let's see in this next clip if Jordan can tell us what the bill is and why it's going to hurt him. So Bill C-16 is an act to amend the Canadian Human Rights Act and the Criminal Code. So these are major, this is a major amendment because the Human Rights Act and the Criminal Code are major pieces of legislation. They affect everyone and the consequences for contravening them are severe, as severe as severe consequences can be, short of, you know, of illness and death. So they're non-trivial pieces of legislation. Now, if you guys aren't in Canada, you might wonder why you should care about this, but... What's happening in Canada is happening throughout the West. So I'm going to concentrate on the local occurrences, but you can think you can be sure they're emblematic of similar things happening in your jurisdictions. So because this is certainly not only a Canadian problem, and in fact, I would say to to some fairly large degree, Canada has been reasonably free of this, especially at the university level, and and it's almost as if we're importing it unnecessarily. Wow. If it can happen to me, it can happen to you. And it probably already is happening to you. And that's why this matters. And that's why it matters. Now, I noticed, though, he didn't say what the bill's about. If you watch the video, I'm going to go ahead and just tell you, if you watch this video, you'd be about half an hour into it by now and still have no fucking idea what Bill C-16 <laughs> is. Yeah. He's not, he has not yet said that it has anything to do with gender expression. He has just hyped it up. No, he, he's only said that it has to do with the human rights mm-hmm. bill and yes. criminal but, code. But I promise you, you're about 20-something minutes in, and he has not yet said what this fucking bill is. And I find that really interesting. If you watch InfoWars with Alex Jones, which I'm going to just let everybody know I watch it all the time because Alex (laughs) is a fucking nut and he's very entertaining and I, I just, I enjoy the insanity of Alex. He does the same thing. What, what Jordan's doing is he's taking a, a video that's an hour long and spending literally the first half of it just hyping it up and has not even yet said what it actually is that he's going to fucking talk about. Mm-hmm. And I find that really sad and pathetic because he's doing the same thing Alex Jones is doing. Yeah. Which puts him, I mean, he's infinitely smarter than Alex, but he's using the same tactics. Well, you got to you got to build him up and then, you know. It's just sad because he's supposed to be a professor. Like if I took a class, if I took a class and the professor's like, "All right, this class is, you know, intro to like, I went to tech school, so <laughs> this class is intro to, you know, Honda engines, okay? <laughs> and then they were like, we're going to talk about what, like, how important the engine is to a car for the first semester of class. We're not going to actually look at an engine <laughs> or describe the parts of it. We're just going to talk about why it matters so much in a car. Yeah. That would drive me fucking crazy. Like, what is the point of that? Well, um, I don't want to, like, defend, but I kind of understand the point of that because... As a social science major myself, uh-huh. there's a lot of theory, and theory is basically just building up concepts before you get into the nitty gritty. I can understand that for like for for anything, but like I'm going to examine a law and how it's going to make what I'm teaching illegal. I feel like that's more. Yeah, of- no, I I yes, I think he he really should have gotten into the yes the components of this law before he started ranting and, uh-huh. and raving but the i'm just saying the the technique yeah. of of building a story or a case is heavily in the the 
theory side yeah, of is. social is. sciences, if which is his, which is his side yeah. of the college. If you watch his lectures, he does that in all of his lectures too. That's what they do. It is like the thing to do. But it seems really, really lame in this video because it's like, especially because at this point there would be a bill or a law or something that could be read exactly. aloud and and read the the parts of yeah because we learn we learn that Canada is importing whatever this bill is. So we know that, that it's unnecessarily, Canada is unnecessarily importing this, but we don't know what it is. I find that fucking weird. And, and like, as a, as a teacher, it does seem odd that he would teach in that way because like, it's like, he doesn't want to talk about what he actually is mad about because he knows he's going to sound stupid. I think it's, well, that's probably part of it, but I also think he's trying to make his case by appealing to emotions first. Yeah. It's pretty sad. That's what I'm saying. Well, it's 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 pretty sad in my in my take because it, it's important to remember the claim here that has any value. The only reason that I think that this video should have been made is if he truly believes what he's teaching is illegal and that that's a problem. He's going to have to substantiate that. And he has so far done nothing to do that. And it's pretty right. bothersome to me as somebody who's like, OK, buddy, you're making a pretty big claim here. And I also am living in the future and happen to know he didn't get arrested for jack shit. So right. there's that too. I guess maybe that's biasing me a little bit. Yeah, a little is bit. Is that I know that he's full of shit because literally I've looked it up. No one's been arrested for this law. Period. Mm. At all. Mm-hmm. Ever. So maybe that's part of the reason I'm a little pissed about it. But anyway, in this next clip, he's actually going to finally fucking do it. And he's going to tell us what Bill C-16 is. I oh, swear to God. It's going to happen. Sweet. Here we go. Let's go, Jordan. Let's do it. Let's finally fucking do it. We're 30 minutes in. This enactment also amends the criminal code to extend the protection against hate propaganda set out in that act to any section of the public that is distinguished by gender identity or expression. And to clearly set out that evidence that an offense was motivated by bias, prejudice, or hate based on gender identity or expression constitutes an aggravating circumstance that a court must take into consideration when it imposes a sentence. Okay, so that's basically a hate crime uh, modification. Holy shit, he finally said what it is. He did. He got there. He got there. It's a hate crime modification. Realistically, I was watching this entire video, and I know what Bill C-16 is about, and I know what these videos are about, and... It took that long for him to say the general gist. What was in my head is it was a modification to hate crime law to include gender expression and gender identity. Mm -hmm. It's really simple to say that. It takes like three seconds. And how dare they? Yeah, and how dare they? I mean, this is is my point. Yeah, he's terrified that he and his friends are going to get arrested for hate crimes because gender expression and gender identity are being added. To the hate crime laws. Uh Uh-huh. That seems weird. It's almost like he's saying, man, they're making my hate spreets illegal. Yeah. That's bullshit. What? That's not fair. Yeah, that is that is exactly what I wrote down. That's what I think. He's, and he even said, like, I've 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 been protected in my university bubble from this. mm -hmm. I shouldn't have to face the consequences. Uh Uh-huh. That's pretty weird, huh? Mm -hmm. So this next clip, and it's our last clip from this week, maybe he'll be able to explain what his problem with hate speech legislation is because clearly he has a problem with it. And so let's see what, let's see what Jordan's problem with hate speech legislation is. Okay. Just like as a whole, I guess (laughs) that'll be fun. Now I have some real problems with hate speech legislation. And the reason I have problems with it is that it's not obvious 
when speech is motivated by hate. Angry speech can feel like it's motivated by hate. But angry speech is the only kind of speech in some sense that is indicative of real disagreement. I mean, I'm not saying that all disagreement should be angry. I'm just saying that if there is real disagreement, the it's anger is often the evidence for the existence of real disagreement. And if there's real disagreement, angry people have to talk it out. Because if they don't, then, well, then a bunch of terrible things happen. First of all, you start losing track of who the angry people are. Second, they don't get to say what's on their mind and even listen to themselves. They don't get to have other people tell them that they're wrong. They don't get to modify their viewpoints. Because talking is thinking, you know, and if you stop people from talking, then you stop them from thinking, and that's a really bad thing. And then if you, if you, if you interpret hate speech too broadly, then you drive the so-called haters underground, and then you don't know what they're up to. And when people go underground, that isn't good. That, that's really not good. Um, you get the rise of all sorts of underground political movements when people aren't able to express what they think, even though it's unpleasant. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I didn't necessarily disagree with all of that. No, he's not completely wrong. Yeah, that the, the, like anger can be a sign of genuine disagreement, and that when you're angry, you do need to talk it out instead of just uh, taking the angry people and saying we refuse to listen to you because then they will kind of they'll be it'll become partisan, and then they'll stop thinking about their own arguments and just be mad at you, and that creates like a whatever a divided state and and all that stuff i kind of see where he's going with that but i noticed something here and this is where things sort of come full circle uh we're back to where we were the last time we listened to jordan if you remember his argument is that he doesn't like hate speech legislation because it will push the purveyors of hate underground into groups that do bad things This is pretty similar to the argument he made last time we listened about why he wanted to talk about Nazis and Jews because he's like, don't you want to know what would make somebody become a Nazi Mm. so that you don't become one? Yeah. Both of those arguments play on the idea that Jordan is really on your side and he's on your side so hard that he's actually against you because he's smarter than you. Mm. That's the same thing that's happening. It is. He He sees the whole picture and you just can't see that letting Nazis say Nazi shit and being cool with it is the way to get rid of them. You just aren't smart enough to see that. Duh. Yeah, and it's I find that the same argument. We've come full circle. He hasn't changed in all this time. Right. He's still doing that same thing. And it, um I don't believe him when he claims that he's really interested in protecting the transgender community. In the same way I don't believe that he's interested in stopping people from becoming Nazis. Just like I said last time. Right. He's just doing this. It's a, it's a tactic. It's a way to be like I'm on your side so hard and I'm so much smarter than you that you're wrong. But your heart's in the right place. And if you just listen to me, you could be more right, as Mm -hmm. I am. I find it looking down on me. I find it bullshit. I don't think it's true. I don't think he believes it. Mm -hmm. He's playing on that same thing. And I feel like that means this is a good place to end this week's episode because we've done a full 360 (laughs) circle. Yeah. And Jordan has ended up in the same spot he was before, playing on your side of things and making you seem stupid like you can't see the thing that he sees. And I well, think he's wrong. He's also providing, um, I guess, um, excuses or arguments that hate spe- speakers can use. Yeah, exactly. To sound as though they're 
intelligently against exactly or smartly against this bill and because so, you know that that point can then be used yes. by people oh yeah to say like we shouldn't you know go full-blown pc and yeah and and, and protect because it will push the purveyors yeah. of hate underground and they'll start groups and, and you don't want really that bad. yeah and i feel like that argument is somewhat tethered in reality. We have seen that happen. We have. But, on the other hand, just letting Nazis say Nazi shit ends up with Charlottesville. We've right. seen the other way happen, too. If you just let Nazis run around being fucking Nazis, you end up with them doing crazy shit like chanting blood and soil with torches, protecting a statue of fucking Robert E. Lee. Yeah. And I don't think that's good. No. Yeah. It's not. No, it's no. not. So I would argue with Jordan here. This is where I want to make my stance completely clear. I would argue with Jordan here. You're partially right, but do you not see how just letting it go and not having hate speech legislation ends up in that place where you have these fucking assholes walking around in a small town protecting a statue of Robert E. Lee because they love slavery? Could he give could he concede that? I don't think he would. No, he would say something I think like you're going to make that more likely to happen by oppressing them or something? Yeah, you're going to make it more likely to happen. And, and or he would say, well, if it's out in the open, at least you know what you're getting. I'd, and this is where I would argue that we have statistics to back my side of the argument up. That once Trump got in office and started allowing more hate speech to be said, hate crimes went up. And we know yeah. that and I can prove it. It also goes um, connects with that. What's that kid's name that was with Kanye? Oh, Nick Fuentes. Fuentes and that, what'd you call it? What did you call it? The thing that moves the Overton the, window. The Overton yes, window. Exactly. He's not at all examining the fact that, like, if you don't make hate speech legislation, then it's really easy to move the Overton window like Kanye was doing. Mm -hmm. He has completely ignored that. I will tell you, he might get a little bit around that area, but he doesn't seem to understand it in the way that I think it should be understood. And I don't. Let me be clear. I don't think I'm as smart or as educated as Jordan. I just think he's fallen into a trap. That's what I really believe. I believe he has fallen into a trap because he got attention for this. Because this made him an, an internet celebrity. He thought, I'm on the right track. I'm uh. on the case. This is what people care about. I have now hit on a nerve that where I can actually help people. So he went viral, but unfortunately he went viral with basically... Nazi shit. Awful people. Yes. And I think he <laughs> fell into it. And I think it's very similar to what happened to Kanye. I don't think it's all that different. Mm. And I think a lot of people don't know this about Jordan. I feel like you didn't know what we're going through about Jordan. And I, I hope a lot of the listeners hadn't heard this stuff either and don't understand. But this is how it happened. I actually loved Jordan and thought he was really smart. And he is when he's talking about some things. And this is where the turn happened. And this is where... I, this is where we have to start looking through them. We're going to be going through his YouTube videos. We're going to finish this series of videos he did because it gets a little more fucked. And then <laughs> it gets a little more fucked. We're going to talk about some more things, some more videos he put out that are pretty fucked. And then he's been on Joe Rogan twice. And both times he said a lot of really fucked up shit. So we're going to have to get into that. So okay. this is, this is, this is what I was trying to get to this whole time. This is w what happened. And it's pretty fucked up. And it, I don't like Jordan, but I also respect him. It's a weird thing. Mm -hmm. It's a weird thing. I really do feel like he partially has fallen into a trap. He got rewarded by us for this type of talking. Well, you've seen this. I mean, I don't know about you, but I've seen this happen before. Yeah. And still with different folks who end up going viral for something. And yep. then 
before you know it, they're a champion for the craziest yep. of belief systems. I, I, I really believe that's what happened, and it's kind of sad. Yeah. Because he really had all the potential in the world. And I am anti-censorship. I want that to be clear. I'm a pretty fucking punk rock dude. I don't like censorship. But what I, what I don't agree with is that we should just let Nazis say Nazi shit. Like, I am not down for that. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm on the school of punk rock that's like, yeah, it's cool to, like, say whatever you want to, except Nazi shit. Like, there's a line, and it's at Nazi shit. Like, that's the line. And, like, I, I I know I'm not alone in that. The punk rock scene's full of people who are like, yeah, well, I'll tolerate pretty much anything except Nazis. Mm. You know what I mean? And I, I don't feel like that's wrong. I feel like fascism is where we should draw the line. But I think Jordan is like, no, we shouldn't even draw the line there. There should be no line drawn with censorship, which I think we can all agree is kind of bullshit. Like... It is bullshit, especially because he's the one raising the fear of this totalitarian authoritarian, yes. authoritarian specter. And yeah. it's like, do you not see how what you're preaching ushers that in? Mm-hmm. I don't think he does. I don't think he does. Well, even if he did it at some point, he got rewarded, like you said. For going the other direction. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's kind of sad. The internet, it'll fuck you up. Yeah, I know. It, <laughs> it, it will. It will. In a way, this is similar to when I talked about Chris Chan. This is what happens when you get rewarded for bullshit on the internet. Yeah. Yeah. So, You're right. And another way this kind of come around full circle, um, and I might be smarter than I realized because I didn't plan that. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I, I really appreciate everybody listening. This is a, this was our continuing on Jordan. Be sure to come back next week because these videos aren't over. I hate to say it, but these videos, they're like three hours worth of videos, and we're like 45 minutes in. So it's uh, there's a lot. There's a lot to go over. And uh, we're going to hit Jordan again next week and talk about that. And then I think maybe the week after that we'll take a little break and then come back to Jordan. So I appreciate everybody listening. If you have any thoughts on Jordan or on what we went over today, I would love to hear from you. You can email us at carolinasnowflakes at gmail.com. That's our email address. And uh, I love everybody. Thank you for listening. And uh, give your pet some extra love from me and from Odin. Bye.